Welcome back to Finding Monster Rights, the show about finding monsters, right? <coughs> I'm Adam. <coughs> Can you form a sentence? <laughs> and I'm your alley cat, because today we are... <laughs> today we're talking puss in boots. Yes, we are. Uh, you are wearing boots. Mm-hmm. And you are wearing cat gear? I didn't have a costume, and I fell back on something that a thousand generations of women before me have learned, which is that at the last minute, you can just get a cat costume going. It is like two days after Halloween. We record this as you listen to it. It's like a cartoon. We work on it while you're at school. Yeah, this episode is called Infamous Footwear. How the ogre from Puss in Boots got a castle. I don't think many people are familiar with the entire story of Puss in Boots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're very... <laughs> I. It just occurs to me that this is... <laughs> it just occurred to me that I can replace all of my dialogue with cat noises and nothing will change. <laughs> no specific... See, and what I thought was, I'm going to start this episode as obnoxious as possible, so it can just go down from here, ooh-woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... <laughs> I... It just occurs to me that you're just Natsiri with fewer steps. It's just, it's just the cat noises and hissing. This is great. If I don't have something to say to you, I can just... <laughs> you, you just insert a cat noise. And boot noise. And that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. I, think, I can't do that joke. They already did it in the special features for Shrek 2. <laughs> yeah, they, it's well-trod ground, pun intended. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, Puss in Boots, the character is probably more most recognizable in modern settings in the Shrek franchise. But the earliest written record of the Puss in Boots fairy tale was written in Italy by author, I'm going to say this like Chris Pratt, Giovanni Francesco Straparola. Ha ha ha. Awesome. It's yeah. a me, Mario. Yes, and it's a tale of a, of a cat uh, who's not not just your everyday, ordinary, nothing special cat. Mm. This cat's, it's, he's like, he's fucking Meowth. I mean, wow, yeah, actually. Huh. Yeah, you That know. is kind of the vibe. <laughs> he's, a, he's a rogue type. I would not have connected that dot, but holy shit, yeah. That's, that's why I'm here. That's, that's Meowth, like... 400 years, 450 years earlier. This is also why people play non-humanoid D&D characters. Because mm. they're like, man, I just really want that puss, that puss in boots energy. I really want that <laughs> uh, It took us very long to come up with a name for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Our usual format of riffing a pun off the, the subject matter is a, a bit of a... <laughs> a minefield. Yeah, we can't do any ogre puns, obviously, and we could not do any pussy puns because a bit like... of a mice field. Yeah, yeah, they all like came up flat like that one. Ooh, that hurt. I got something caught in my throat. Is it a hairball? My DVD copy of <laughs> Space Jam 2, A New Legacy. How did you even get that? 
I don't know. I ate it because it was a cosmic aberration. Because why would they release a movie that was released in 2021 on DVD? You had it like the Tesseract in, in Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. This is too many dots. How many? No, no I'm like, what's, what's the, the flurkin? That's what they called it in their silly movie. In real life, it has a different name, of course. <laughs> In real life, it's the Tetrahedron. But Brie Larson made them change it. Because <laughs> in real life... Never mind. All right. So... The joke is going nowhere. Let's tell the story of Puss in Boots. Uh, there was once uh, a Miller, and he had three sons. Hold on, let me close my eyes and picture this. Uh, Miller, Big Rock... <laughs> it's better than usual purring. Do you have my usual purring memorized? No, I mean like when people try to do purring and they kind of do it externally. Oh, how do you do that? I'm like, like I don't know. I don't do cat noises. Oh man, I only do horses. Do a horse. <laughs> We've talked about this horse and cat. Like we're gonna sell this to Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, you've heard of cat dog. Ooh. Dogs are out. <laughs> Which they're like they're like looking at all their research. Like this is not true. This is not true. <laughs> Everything I know is a lie. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the actual story, Meow. There's a miller who has three sons, uh, and the the oldest inherits the mill. Uh, the middle brother gets the mules, and the youngest, all he gets is a stupid cat. I feel like there's like, oh, well, this is originally written in Italian in 1500 or 1550. <laughs> My son. <laughs> so like mill, mule, like it would make sense if the last one got a mole or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But he, he got a cat. He got a he got a, a kitty. Yeah, uh, but it's not an ordinary cat. It's a uh, he he can talk and ask for a pair of boots, which is exactly what I would do if I could talk. <laughs> the first thing that you need is <laughs> well, that's how I got these. Oh, okay. You you requested them. Uh, so the <laughs> the cat is like an honorary servant to the uh, the youngest son because it can talk. Yeah, I guess. And he's shorter, maybe. It, I think probably. I mean, he has to walk on two feet if he has boots, right? Like, all the illustrations are like that, but, like, it would be wild if he was... I like the, uh, the cat's first act of servitude, which is uh, bagging a rabbit. Mm -hmm. Something not unlike a cat would do. Wikipedia says bags, which is, like, a very, like... <laughs> yeah, I did, did Call of Duty 10-4 bag a rabbit. Just, like, it seems like just... Such weird, like, military slang. Like, oh, yeah, I bagged a... I totally bagged a rabbit, dude. Nice. Good I, hunting. I don't know. I've lived in Pennsylvania my whole <laughs> life. I don't know anything about how hunting works. I'm trying to think of what the I military... I think at some point you shoot an animal. I know the military, like, codes for, like, like letters. Like, Alpha, Bravo. I can't remember what the P one is. Bravo, Alpha, Gamma. <laughs> yeah. One rabbit. <laughs> this is Puss and Bravo. <laughs> I feel like in the military that means something else, but go ahead. <laughs> so he bags a rabbit, and he presents it, presents it to the king. Rabbit down, repeat, rabbit down. Uh, bringing to the eagle. I repeat, bringing to the eagle. Take it to Coney Island. And he gets Coney a... means rabbit. Oh. Rabbit Island. Think about it. Next time you go to uh, Coney Island. I've driven past Coney Island. The uh, My favorite of the New York boroughs. Is Coney Island a borough? I feel like that's definitely wrong. Wait. <laughs> it is not. No, that would be crazy. That's like a theme park that the Phantom of the Opera runs. <laughs> the... Oh, God, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
What a terrible last moment. <laughs> Eight minutes into a podcast. <laughs> where, where the bit's still like up in the air, flopping around for all eternity now. <laughs> and, oh, it landed on all fours. <laughs> okay, I think we're down to about six lives left before they stop listening. <laughs> the, the rabbit is presented the king. I don't know how the cat just got right up to the king, but he, apparently he did. It's a cat. Yeah, maybe he snuck in by being a cat. Uh, he's like, this is from, uh, this is a gift from my master, the Marquis of Carabas. The Marquis of Carabas. Yes. And then he, uh, when he went up to the rabbit, he was like, pray for mercy from puss in boots. I, I think so. I bet that was how it was, and it did happen like that. How many high fives do you think they gave each other in the Shrek 2 writing room when they realized that the letter P can be carved <laughs> with three lines? It's like... it's like, dudes, high five. Yeah. 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 Crushed it. Crushed it. Crushed it. Only five people wrote. <laughs> oh, maybe that was in the animators, on the Ameris front. Once they were like, wait, Antonio Banderas is doing this. Dudes, dudes. Dudes. Sorry. Yeah, so uh, he continues to give him, like, great uh, rewards of game and stuff that he catches. Which, like, the amount of game that a cat can kill seems <laughs> like... You can't take out, a like, a stag if you're a cat. No, it's Maybe just, you can if you're Puss in Boots and you're Antonio Banderas. Just uh, small creatures seems to be his uh, forte. Mm. A cat killing a rabbit is actually pretty hard to do. Yeah, you can't write him down. A rabbit's about as big as a cat. It mo- it's probably mostly birds. <laughs> Probably mostly. <laughs> Alright, that's fair. This is something a cat definitely can and does do. Yeah, most bird deaths are like cats by like a metric of like a billion, right? Uh, yeah, no. Domestic cats are a major predator of uh, of all kinds of wild birds. There's an urban legend about uh, the Stephen Island wren, which was a... So, this guy, this ornithologist, lived on an island off the coast of New Zealand with his cat mm-hmm. and he lived in a lighthouse and one day the cat brought him a bird that he hadn't seen before so he documented it and you know wrote it down and gave it a name and it's the Stephen island wren and then the cat kept bringing him these uh these birds and he, he like didn't know where they found them and then he went out to look for them and he couldn't find any because the cat had killed all of them <laughs> 100% of these species is dead. Now, that is an urban legend, and I believe it turned out to not be true. Mm-hmm. But, like, still, it's that's the vibe. <laughs> Came close. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the one day the king decided to take a drive with his daughter. <laughs> Hop in. Oh, father, you must stop driving so quickly through these magic woods. It's my kingdom. I shall drive however I see fit. I'm like the Burger King king. <laughs> oh, father, this nasty car is so <laughs> I'll disagreeable. Be, I'll be in bed for the next two decades now. You keep go, you keep turning left in this nasty car. If only there was a shorter way of calling it that. <laughs> so the uh, they pull over and like a bunch of bears change the tires. <laughs> so uh, the cat sees the the king doing donuts mm-hmm. and he's like, oh dude, dude, get get naked. <laughs> He's like, what, what are you talking about? No, no, trust me, get naked. And he's like, all right, okay, all right. Then the, his master, like, takes off his clothes, and he, like, shreds them, gets to rid of fair, them. To be fair, he is Antonio Banderas. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm sure he gets off more clothing than most. 
So he. <laughs> I can do. I can do more aroused cat noise. Hold on, give me like. <laughs> I think I want one. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> what a program we run. <laughs> Somebody programmed me at some point to be annoying. <laughs> so, uh, the royal coach uh, pulls up. And he's like, whoa, Marquis, what are you doing? You're naked. <laughs> and the cat's just like, ah, you don't understand. Um, he, uh, his wonderful clothing was robbed. It was burgled. And uh, he is out of clothing now, and he needs something fine and fitting of his position. And the king's like, oh, okay, I gotcha. I'll, I'll, here, let me get you some. You can have my spares from the back. That I keep in my car. And it's like an oversized t-shirt and, <laughs> you know, like really, really faded, like red trunks. Uh, but it's like it's you know of amazing quality because it belongs to the king, mm-hmm. uh, so much so that the uh, daughter is immediately smitten by him. Wow, you look so hot in my dad's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she falls in love with him at once, and he's not the Antonio Banderas of the scene. Wait, maybe the cat knew that the master had a big dick. All I'm saying is maybe the cat knew <laughs> that his master had a big, or maybe abs. Yeah. Maybe maybe the cat was gonna like get him have him get naked as a as a prank. Like abs, but also like not like weird action movie star like dehydrated abs, like you know, like a like natural abs and like not too hairy, like a that I'm sorry. Go ahead. Proceed. <laughs> so the uh the, the cat kinda runs ahead and tells all the town folk that the uh <laughs> to make sure you tell the king of this land belongs to the, the Marquis of Carabas. Oh my god. Well like who does it really belong to, though? Oh, uh-huh. we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, and he says that uh, if you don't, if you don't say that, I will, I will cut you into mincemeat. You are uh, one cat, sir. <laughs> I will dice you up. You are clearly not neutered because that is a ballsy move. We have a uh, a nineteenth century illustration here of the Puss in Boots, and he, first of all, damn those boots! Holy shit, those are cooler <laughs> boots than I've ever seen. They're pretty incredible. That is like some Met Gala shit. <laughs> Yeah, and the, yeah, no, it's uh, he. He's he always has hats as well. Is worth noting. I don't see a hat. Oh, he does have a hat. Yeah, yeah you know the. Uh, with, what's going on this? The rest of this picture, though, it, can you see that this? He's serving up like babies. He is serving up babies, and he's a wine pitcher the size of. Uh, larger than it ought to be. Not a visual medium. Sorry, uh, the. <laughs> Uh, so after when you say he, you meant the ogre, because yeah. we're gonna get to that right now. Yes, uh, the townsfolk go along with the plan, and you know he's oh he's building up a nice reputation. Yeah. Uh, so ne- next it's time for Puss in Boots to go to the titular part of our episode, the castle. It's inhabited by an ogre. Right, and this ogre is uh is 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 hung- hungry. I don't remember Shrek. <laughs> you don't remember Shrek? I don't remember Shrek. Uh. Some somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. That person was Shrek that said that. Oh, okay. Now, yeah. now I know better. Yeah, it's a. Uh, let's talk ogres real quick. Ogres are big and mean and menacing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shrek is a very particular take on them, where they're green and they've got weird little trumpet ears. Yeah, what's up with those ears? <laughs> I don't know. We could make a whole episode on that question. <laughs> you're you're saying that like you and I both don't know for a fact that that is on the episode ideas 
spreadsheet. Yes. Uh, he, he pulls a whole candle out of them. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, whole candle. So uh, th- this ogre runs his own castle. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he can shapeshift as well. Oh, wow. Turns into different, uh, or maybe beast shape is the mo- more correct term. Which I think we were at some point trying to get, like, tie this ogre back to Shrek or something. Or, like, decide yeah. how. Yeah. Well, uh, as they did in Shrek 2, they basically said, all right, we need someone, a bounty hunter or something, to, to hunt down Shrek. Does, are there any fable characters that fight ogres? And hence why Puss in Boots was hired for right. that job. Well, no, we were talking about, like, we were talking about asking why this ogre has this castle. Yes. And we were, like, trying to think of reasons, and we realized that this ogre can't be the same kind of ogre that Shrek is. Right. Because yes. if if he were, then, like, if Shrek can shapeshift, then the whole point of the movie and franchise <laughs> Shrek is completely annihilated. <laughs> like, Shrek can't be Mystique. No. It's the, there's too many situations where it's just like, oh, just look regular, no prop. But yeah, no, he can't. He doesn't have the full shape shifting abilities. Did you know that people like you are the reason why I was afraid to go to school as a child? <laughs> Shrek just like grabbing some fucking guy's heads with his with his thighs and just like twisting it around, doing twirls and, and stuff. No one's been able to leave a scar quite like you. What is this accent? It's not Scottish. It's not. I swear I could do one earlier. It's it's kind of a melting Michael Myers. <laughs> it's what I imagine he sounds like nowadays. I haven't seen him in like 20 years. I hope he's okay. Google if Michael Myers is okay. Check his Twitter. I hope he's okay. Just check his Twitter. All right. It's, not, it's a bad time of year to look up Michael Myers. That's all I'm saying. Well, Mike Myers, I guess. Yeah. His name is Mike Myers. Because of, yeah. Okay, don't check his Wikipedia. Check his Twitter. Oh, man. He's kind of looking like a... I mean, he always looks like... He always looks he, bad. He looks like a down bad... Uh, like a, a down bad Seth MacFarlane. That's pretty bad already. Yeah. Well, here, go check his... Check and see what he has put on the tweets. Meow. <laughs> you just want to see a bird. Yes. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Uh, he, first of all, his description is really great. <laughs> Known for such films as Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek 3, Shrek 4, Shrek 5, Austin Powers, Austin Powers 2, Austin Powers 3, and Inglorious Bastards, as well as others. This is not his verified account, though. Are you sure? Yes. It is not verified. There is no blue check mark. He, maybe he doesn't have a Twitter. No, okay, he doesn't have a Twitter. So he's dead. <laughs> There's no way of checking up on him. There's no way of checking up on seeing if Michael Myers is okay. Yeah, yeah. He did, like, the love guru, and then, like, that's the last everyone ever heard of him. Yeah, I hope he's all right. Yeah. I mean, I mean like, he's... I, I'm waiting for him to, like, you know, wow me. All right. Um, but we're retracing our steps here. Uh, where do we get off? <laughs> that's a great question. Um, Shrek as Mystique. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I need to remember a third... Oh, they say you can impersonate anyone, even their voice. Even their voice. (laughs) Show me the real Shrek. (laughs) I mean the real Shrek. (laughs) Perfection. (laughs) He's uh, the ogre in this tale. He does his beast shapings type stuff. Mm -hmm. He turns into a lion and like really scaring 
Puss in Boots. Mm-hmm. And then Puss in Boots, in all his cleverness, uh, says, of course. Uh, oh, you know, it's the same thing that we talked about in our Genie episode. Of like, oh, well, you can turn into big stuff. I bet you can't turn into like something small like a mouse. And the ogre's like, well, fuck you. I can. Watch. <laughs> and then he turns into a mouse in front of a cat and is immediately like, I regret this decision. Yeah, and the uh, Puss in Boots gobbles him up. Yep. Real easy. Like how a cat. He should have turned into like a like a scorpion. Or a snake. <laughs> yeah, no. Or a bomb. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that also ends in it dying, though. Yeah, you should turn into a bee. That'll solve this. I feel... <laughs> I think Puss in Boots was like, I bet you can't turn into a mouse. And the ogre was like, watch me. Yeah, he didn't take like, any, he didn't take the hint. Yeah, I feel like the I feel like Puss in Boots wasn't like you know you should turn into a scorpion. <laughs> it was he was very clever and he succeeded. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the the king shows up at the castle and is like, "Oh, no ogre anymore. Good job, Marquis. Uh, this is a great castle you have." That has nothing to do with that ogre I just mentioned. <laughs> uh, you can marry my daughter. And then, uh... And that's how, that's how we did it back in the day. Yep, that's the end. <laughs> so... Wait, uh, so then, thereafter, the cat enjoys a life as a great lord who runs after mice only for his own amusement. Aww. No longer for work. Aw, that's weird. Yeah, so he... So wait, there's two morals to the story. Oh, yes, please, let's get these. So, one stresses the importance of possessing industry and savoir-faire, while the other extols the virtues of dress, countenance, and youth to win the heart of a princess. All right, um, both of these morals suck. <laughs> One of them is be sneaky, and the other is be hot. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, this is actually a great moral for me. Never mind. <laughs> I'm okay with this. It's like, it, if you want to get by in like in this setting... This Italian <laughs> of fairy tale setting. You just have to be a, a swashbuckling bastard. <laughs> is the answer. You have to be like a like a foxy Robin Hood, which is just any version of Robin Hood except for the one where they all dress in modern clothes, but it's old timey time still. <laughs> the Taron Edgerton one. Yeah. What a stupid name. <laughs> My name is Taron. Fuck off. Get a real job. <laughs> Get a real job making thousands of millions of dollars to be in, to be to pretend to be Robin Hood alongside your best friend Morgan Freeman, uh, Jamie Fox, Jamie Fox, whoever played that guy. When did Morgan Freeman play him? Uh, that's with Kevin Costner. Oh, okay. In uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I didn't see either of these movies. Did you see Men in at uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights? Yeah. Uh, that's a parody of uh, Prince of Thieves. Okay, well, yeah, no. I... So imagine the straight version of every joke in that movie. Well, Dave Chappelle's in that movie, so every joke is a straight joke. Nailed it. Nice. Thanks. So, how does Oka get this castle? <laughs> they, they totally ignore that, that aspect of this. So he... Did he inherit it? Did he eat the previous rulers? Mm. Did he shapeshift, like, to get in? Did he shapeshift into the guy who owns the castle? And he's like, oh, this is my deed. Because mm. that actually would draw some good parallels with the rest of the story. Which oh. is a lot of pretending to be someone that you're not. Mm. I guess, can we build this story in a way that it's somehow he's the a clearer antagonist to what Puss in Boots is doing? Okay, yeah. What's the evil version of what Puss in Boots is doing? I feel like it's exactly what Puss in Boots is doing. <laughs> but you're a minority. 
Yeah, are ogres a minority? Um, there's not a lot of ogres in fantasy settings. All right. They're very isolated, and they're off kind of doing their own thing. It's why in Shrek, uh, Shrek is living in a swamp, and everyone is like, you know, like, oh no, beware that one ogre there. Mm. It's not a city of ogres that are all like, beware that weird guy. Oh man, now there's <laughs> now there's a Shrek. <laughs> it's funny because Shrek's a, you know, it's a twist on fairy tale stuff. So a twist on Shrek makes is... <laughs> for impossible podcast material. Yes, you can't. You doesn't work at all. That's why I'm mostly just meowing through this episode. I didn't mean to do that one. Oh God! So the castle is <laughs> belong to someone else. The ogre shows up and says, "This is my castle now." This is my castle now. Whoa! Can you please do a Shrek? Because I can't do it. Okay, let's see. Um, no. <laughs> please. All right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. He's he's a, what's a classic classic Shrek line? I, I'm thinking of like a like. Donkey, get the fuck out of my fucking marsh. <laughs> get the fuck out of my salt marsh. I'm trying to commune with the egrets. Donkey, I don't eat fucking waffles. <laughs> okay, this is also bad. <laughs> Did they make five Shreks? I feel like they only made four of them. I only got four fingers. I'm a cat. Wait, where'd my thumbs go? Oh god, it's spreading. Uh, I would like to ask you a question about two characters in the story. Meow? Yeah. Uh, Puss in Boots. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Therapist, therapy animal, or needs therapy. Oh my gosh. I feel like he is too self-actualized <laughs> and needs to be roped in. <laughs> I feel like he needs therapy, but not like a human therapist. Like... Some, like, Animal Planet TV show host who, like, teaches your cat to be good. Like, Jackson Galaxy or whatever that fool's name is. His name is Jackson Galaxy and he has a big mustache and tells your cat how to be good. Is this... Am I making this up? No, uh, but that makes sense to me. That seems to be what the modern Puss in Boots story would be. Mm. It's this naughty cat that gets up to no good. It's voiced by Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> or something like that. And he, they need a higher professional human to help out this cat. Aubrey Plaza is what is who they would cast, but it would be bad casting. I, I would agree. Who would you cast as uh, as Puss in Boots besides Antonio Banderas? Uh, modern day casting of Puss in Boots. I think that Idris Elba clearly has a penchant for playing cats. <laughs> who would you cast? Um, I think Tom Holland <laughs> or Timothy Chalamet. The only two actors that I know about. On this god green earth of land. Um, no, no, no. Hold on. I can think of a better one. Oh, oh, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, the ogre in the tale. I'll just bring some Harley Quinn energy into it. Therapist therapy animal needs therapy. Um, well, clearly needs therapy. I mean, he eats people and maybe lives in a castle. We haven't answered the question of why he lives in a castle yet. Yes, let's get down to the bottom of that. Uh, is it a Shrek situation? Is it the fact that he has not found a home anywhere in in, his, in the kingdom? Well, okay, C.S. Lewis said of Jesus Christ that he is either a liar, a lord, or a lunatic, right? Mm -hmm. So either this ogre is lying, or he is crazy, or 
he's actually in charge of this through some legitimate means. Uh, he is actually the rightful heir of this castle. The liar would be him deceiving his way in, but that's what Puss in Boots does, and it can't be the same thing. Right. So, <laughs> what if he did obtain it, like, legally? Yeah. Uh, think How do you of, get a castle? Well, uh, let me put it this way. Um, a mad, you recall the tale of Shrek. Yes. In, in broad strokes. Uh, the princess was cursed and uh, takes on a Shrek form. Uh at night and you know true true form to true love and all that stuff mm -hmm. uh what if that oh. magical curse exists in this world and the ogre was once some someone else well okay now we run into the so like if you can shapeshift mm -hmm. <laughs> then you take over a castle because you're not really learning the same lessons that Shrek is. If you're cursed, this is like an early version of the curse that's like, I curse you to be able to turn into animals and stuff, but also a beast. Like, also an ogre. Yeah. Uh, it, hmm. I wonder if the, the answer is going to be in, like, calling just, just the beast shape. Hmm. Like, it's just you can turn into animals like a druid in D&D. &D, uh, but your true form is that of an ogre, and you always have to return to that eventually. Hmm. But I don't know if he always has to return to that. You know... <laughs> Because if, if, if that was the case, when he died, he would definitely revert. Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah. Jack the Giant Killer. Climbs up the Beanstalk? No, no, no. Jack the Giant Killer. He chops the Beanstalk. He chops the Beanstalk down, and then he uh, he uh, does his stuff with all the giants. But, like, sometimes he'll go to, like, a castle. I was just listening to one of our earlier fairy tale episodes earlier. Yeah, the Jack special from uh, Halloween. Yeah, no. Of 2020. Refer we've been referring to that one a lot lately. And, like... He goes up to, like, some people's house, and there's just, like, a giant who lives in a castle there. Mm -hmm. So, like, how are these giants and these ogres getting all these castles and stuff? <laughs> I think... I, I wonder if that was just, did like... Did we take this planet from <laughs> the giants in, like, old... In, like, forget old-timey times, in ancient, ancient -y times? Like, are they the Greek titans? What is a castle... But like a big stone house. And that's exactly what they would make houses out of. They gotta be big and they gotta be strong because you're walking around on like two floors of the thing and you're Whoa! Giant. Yeah, they have to make them real strong and sturdy and that they leave them all over the place as they were kicked out by humans. And so what does that mean, this ogre? Like the last heir, the last vestige? Hmm, Is this maybe... Like uh, I haven't looked too much too much into ogres, but what if one of the o ogre features is like you are you have giant blood? Mm, well, ogres in D and D are a, are giant kin. Giant kin. They're they, types of giant. Familiar, uh, you know. They are related to giants. They are a giant creature type. So maybe he's the closest known relative, living on like you know uh, the material plane. Yeah, but does this tale necessarily take place in 1550, or does it take place... Uh, we know that it takes place near Carabas. Near Carabas. Carabas. Which, uh, well, that's in... I mean, it's in Italy, right? Yeah. Presumably. This is an Italian castle. Yeah. Ma mom, my mom, this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> it's my Mario impression. Okay. Thanks. I... <laughs> When you said my mama, I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> uh, you think of yourself as my mom? Wait, time out. What? You, you, the first thing that you said was mom. <laughs> oh. Like, towards me. Oh, like Adam. I see. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is awkward.
So I'm proud of his family values. <laughs> See, it was a transition. Get okay, it? great, yeah. So what so, the... Uh, how does this game work? So, imagine you are this weirdo's older brothers. <laughs> You're two older brothers at once. You have a mill and some mules. Okay. And it's like, wh- what the fuck? <laughs> you got the talking cat. I would honestly, honestly, mm-hmm. be kind of like bummed that I didn't get the talking cat. <laughs> Just like in the first place before he does anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but beforehand, it's kind of like, oh man, you know, anyone could have a mill. Yeah, right. I- maybe as the older brother, I'd be like, oh, I'll just do what my dad did. That's fine. But the middle brother is kind of like, I just got some regular mules. They're, they'll die. Yeah. They doesn't, don't, doesn't fucking talk to me. They don't reproduce. Yeah. They're mules. That's the point. He doesn't have like some kind of life debt that he's trying to prove mm. and get me in good with the king. And that's what he does. The puss in boots. Uh, I feel like the boots be- like belong to one of the brothers. Oh, oh. Like, like a really nice pair that were in their boots. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, where do they get the boots from? Why why aren't they cobblers instead of millers? <laughs> that would... <laughs> They're always cobblers in these stories. That would honestly make a lot more sense. There's only, like, three things that they did back in old-timey times. Smith, they... cobbler. Smith, cobbler, and miller. miller. Yeah. All they did was make metal, uh, grind up grain... And make shoes, and that was that was what life was back then. It was just shoes, grain, and metal. My upcoming History Channel series. <laughs> it's. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I I want to have a good joke about that. Have I you, can't. Have you ever seen a cat in boots in real life? I have never seen one. I've seen dogs in shoes, like a yeah. lot. Like, too much, actually. Like, kind of like little slipper things that they strap on. Yeah, and, like, sometimes when they're, like, new to them and they, like, walk real slowly with it. <laughs> I, I think a cat would not like boots. Absolutely not, no. Not even a little bit. Do you think... Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a dumb question. I was going to say, what animal would like boots? And, of course, boots, the monkey, would like boots. Would a monkey wear boots? Why isn't boots the monkey more like... Darwin doesn't wear boots. Darwin, the chimpanzee from uh, from Wild Thornberries. Yes. Okay. I think like, he... that is not a universal reference, and you do need to say Darwin <laughs> from the Wild Thornberries and not Darwin, the 19th century naturalist, which is a discussion that I've already had with you yesterday. Or Darwin, the name of the X-Men, <laughs> to bring it back around to Mystique. Or Darwin, the name of the X-Man. It's pretty messed up in, in a first class. Yeah. Because it's like, hi, I'm the black X-Man. I'm Darwin. I can I can adapt to gills. And he dies in the next scene, and then he dies to a bomb, which is something that he definitely can survive. It is you kind of see you see him start to adapt to it, but the movie's like no 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 no. We have to kill him for no reason. We we have too many damn X Men. Whose fault is that film? We we got more knocking at the door. It's fucking Shrek's here. <laughs> The wolf that wears ladies' clothes is here. <laughs> They're all... The entire cast of the Shrek movies is here. Um, hmm. So, the ogre's a giantkin. He inherited this castle. And he practices magic? Yeah, I think he, like, worships the old gods, you know? 
keeps the uh, keeps the old ways and can turn into a giant. Or maybe he's got a uh, like giant relics and artifacts, magic items of sorts all over the place. Well, no, I think if that were the case, then Puss in Boots would discover that shit and make some mischief. Precisely, yeah. Mm. A potions that he drank, or just yeah, like he sounds like he's a druid worshiping shit, hmm. worshiping shit that the rest of the world has forgotten about. That's why they're not magic, and he is. Well, he's also very hedonistic about it. Oh yeah, he's connected to nature because he is consuming the world around him. And he's very much look how great I am. Yeah, <laughs> look at this uh, awesome lion that I am, which makes him you know really easy to knock down in a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. And entirely eaten. But in real life, like, 40% of uh, of the electorate would just vote for this guy no matter what. <laughs> Comparing these two uh, animals, doesn't the cat have a better kill, like, count? Uh, Is, yeah. Isn't the cat a, a more effective predator than the lion? Well, yeah, the lion just scares people, but that was just, like, a one-time thing. Like, the lion just showed up once. I'm sure if the whole story were about the lion, the lion would kill a lot more rabbits. <laughs> I guess that's that's pretty true. Can the rabbits talk? I, I do think it's... Hmm. That's... They don't talk about any other animals talking in this, besides the ogre in different shapes. Maybe it's like a Scooby-Doo situation. <laughs> where, where Puss in Boots is the only one? Yeah. Does Scooby-Doo often encounter other dogs? This is a whole new episode. Don't worry about that. <laughs> okay, well, we'll get I'll, on that I'll track explain, later. I'll explain later. All right, great. Well, I guess a... Anything else to add about the wonderful Puss in Boots? Um. Okay, let's take Puss in Boots. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. I think I might be turning into an actual cat. <laughs> so, so this again, like cat therapy. I, I think it, I, 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 I should have known this happens if we make too many cat puns in the same, in the same hour span. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. All right, so before you lose your last life, let's go to the final rating place. Uh, The ogre from this tale. Or maybe we should talk about the Shrek ogre. Uh, How would you rate them? (laughs) Out of... (laughs) So a keyboard cat out of neon cat. Okay, a K out of N. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Yeah. Which translates to up 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 thirty percent. I don't like this guy. <laughs> yeah, not not the best of, not the best of felines, not the worst of times. Well, wait, are we talking about rating Puss in Boots, or are we talking about rating the ogre? Uh oh, whoops, I'm sorry. We're talking about rating the ogre. Yeah. Uh, the ogre. He doesn't have the best of powers, and he doesn't. He owns a castle. Big whoop. Every king in this story owns a castle. Yeah, and there's like 50 kings in this story. <laughs> Every fable that we encounter, apparently there's a new king. Yeah. He's got a new lineage story and more nonsense. So owning castles, not that great. And you you died by the like easiest trick in the book. So sorry, Ogre, you're getting like a like a three out of ten from me. It's all Ogre. Um, all right, Puss in Boots ranking. Puss in Boots. I, 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 love, I love the cat. He's a fun guy. Antonio Banderas really brought him to life. Uh, and I think, like his abilities of being a, a cat that's smart, a cat incarnate, which I think a lot of people in fiction, like, kind of, like, people love playing cats. <laughs> Tabaxi is a great no, race to... No, <laughs> no, really? <laughs> Meow? Really? Yeah. Uh, Tabaxi and D&D are very popular. Mm. 
as as well as you know I, i'm sure there's a lot of uh, furry affinites out there that like you know man i just want to be a cat all damn day so that's, that's terrifying at what point <laughs> how much more do i have to spend on this cat costume before i turn into a furry meow <laughs> I've already said ooh this episode. <laughs> yeah, your, your your days are numbered. The worst part was Adam. I really liked saying ooh. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, I'm I'm still like it's just just chills every time I get it. Bad chills. This is this is not this is meow. <laughs> the chills you don't want to tell your parents about. Like you know, like you're gonna die soon. Chills. Like like you're gonna die in seven days. Chills. You don't want to tell your parents if you're going to die because you're chilly? What? Because they'll tell you that you should have put a hat on when you went outside? <laughs> yes, we brought it around. Yes, that's perfect. Um, Puss in Boots for me gets a 6 out of 10. Uh, 9 out of 9. Fine. I, we talk a lot about dogs on this show. I'm like, I'm glad that cats are finally getting the representation, meow. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Pray for mercy from Puss. In... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I, I fully... Oh, man, I, I fully anamorphed into a cat. I'm speaking in mind speak right now. In thought speak. You can only hear me in chevrons. <laughs> Is this the happen in anamorphs? Yeah. Okay, we have to do an anamorphs episode as well. Well, I have two hours then. <laughs> I have two hours from this point on, I think. No, actually from when I started morphing. How long? Uh, how long have I been... Uh... Like 45 minutes. Okay, cool. I got time. We should do some Animorph episodes. Yeah. Tune in next time when we travel to the deepest depths of the desert and we leave this fable behind. Are you blind when you're born? Can you see in the dark? Dare you look at a king? Would you sit on his throne? Can you say of your bite that it's worse than your bark? Are you cock of the wall? You're walking alone because, because jellicles can and jellicles do, jellicles do and jellicles would, jellicles would and jellicles can, jellicles can and jellicles do. Is it bad that I didn't know you were singing from cats until you said jellicles? <laughs>